I guess when Jewish people, when they celebrate, they're never satisfied just uh, with a small celebration of one day, but they try to extend it at least into another day. Um, so as you know that today and yesterday, uh, today is actually a continuation, it's the 20th day of Kislev, it's a continuation of the 19th day of Kislev, and of course the 19th day of Kislev was the day that the Alter Rebbe, Shneir Zalman, the first Rebbe of Chabad, was released from prison, which also connects this to the week's Parsha, because in this week's Parsha, we read about another imprisonment, we read about Yosef HaTzadik, that he was actually um, taken away, the brothers sold him, and then eventually they brought him down to Potiphar, and then the wife of Potiphar started up with him, and he refused, and in the end, uh, he ended up being in the boyer, in the Beisho Asurim, in the place where the uh, criminals together, even though he didn't do anything. And, um, and just like the Chumash, in the story of the Chumash, we see that it was all meant for the uh, benefit uh, for Klal Yisrael. It was a plan of Hashem to get Yaakov to go down to Mitzrayim and then eventually to become a nation and uh, go into Eretz Yisrael after all these years, and Yosef was able to feed his family and to save during the famine. And um, so while uh, the incarceration itself or the time of troubles were very difficult, but they realized that this is actually a purpose and it's actually uh, going to lead to something positive. The same thing is the incarceration of the Alter Rebbe. Um, he was imprisoned. Uh, it eventually brought out to a reinvigoration and reinforcement of the teachings of the Alter Rebbe and many more uh, Hasidim and many more uh, people were impacted and uplifted and spiritually gained a lot of uh, more uh, energy in the service of Hashem. So why two days? So why Yutes and Chaf, 19th and the 20th? So the way the story goes is that the Alter Rebbe was actually freed from prison on the 19th day of Kislev. And it's amazing, we know the main book of the Alter Rebbe in the Hasidic literature is the Tanya. The Tanya has 53 chapters. Uh, the Alter Rebbe was in prison for 53 days, corresponding every day for one chapter because as his ancestors, his teachers, the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid, they both came to visit him while he was incarcerated. And the Alter Rebbe communicated with them and he asked them, uh, why does this happen to him? Why has this been uh, uh, taking place that he was incarcerated? Uh, and they told him because there is a great criticism above. They're not happy the way the Alter Rebbe is spreading and teaching the Hasidic teaching. So as a uh, confinement and as a punishment, he was put in prison. So the Alter Rebbe said, so does that mean that the Mitzvah Shem, when I get out, I should stop teaching the teaching? He said, on the contrary, once you started, you just go full force even more. Uh, so uh, the uh, imprisonment is uh, led actually up to a uh, greater level of uh, freedom. But uh, he was freed on the 19th day of Kislev. Now, in those days, uh, the Jewish people didn't have a right to be in the capital city, which was the Petersburg at the time. 
Uh, and he, to be in the city, you needed a special permission. Uh, somebody who had business there, other things, you needed the special protection. You needed to be a special reason why you're doing over there. So one of the Hasidim was uh, allowed to live there, and he lived in Petersburg. And it was uh, agreed upon that once the Alter Rebbe is going to be freed of prison, not sure exactly what the protocol over there was, they're going to take him from the prison, and they're going to bring him to this address in which the Hasid lives. And that's what they did, and they dropped him off. It was in the late afternoon, it was Mincha, about Mincha late afternoon before Meyer. So they dropped him off in front of the house. Okay, and apparently, I mean, they didn't hang out in the streets over there. I'm not sure exactly what the thing was. And, uh, and the Alter Rebbe went into the first apartment. It was a, a double or a few apartments, but the first floor, he knocked on the door. It so happened to be that on the second floor, on the upper floor, were the house of the Hasidim, where the Alter Rebbe was supposed to go. And on the first floor, they left one of the opponents of the Hasidim, one of the Misnagdim, lived over there. So mistakenly, the Alter Rebbe came out of the carriage, entered into the house of this person, of this Jewish person, this Misnagid. And when the Alter Rebbe came in here, the guy was faced with the Alter Rebbe, and he started giving the Alter Rebbe a hard time, you know, about why he changed the version of the davening, and why he, he did this, and why he did that. And the Alter Rebbe was silent. He just, you know, he didn't, um, uh, didn't respond to him. And he was sitting and listening. And in the meantime, the Hasidim were waiting. They knew that the Alter Rebbe was supposed to come. And they see that uh, uh, he's not coming. So they said, what's going on over here? So they started thinking, and once somebody figured out, hey, there must be a mistake over here. So they went down quickly to the lower front, and they listened behind the door, and sure enough, they hear this guy screaming at the Alter Rebbe over there. So they were ready to break the, 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 the door down and go get the Alter Rebbe. But, uh, he opened the door, they were banging, they opened the door, and the Chassidim came in to want to take the extract, the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe said no, because he had put some tea on the table, was uh, and the Rebbe said out of respect for the host, he's not going to leave just like that. He finished his tea and he finished Durden and they said a thank you, thanked him for the hospitality, I guess. And, and then after it was all done, he left. And by that point, it was already nighttime. So it turns out that while he was left on Utes Kislev, the 90s of Kislev, but he still didn't quite make it out of the Misnagid's house <laughs> until the 20th of Kislev. And there was uh, at one point, I'm not sure who said it, that, well, the Alter Rebbe said it, because it's, it's uncharacteristic of the Alter Rebbe to say that, but I'm not sure who said it. But he said that those couple of hours or whatever time that he had to spend in the house of the Misnagid was in one way more difficult. <laughs> than the entire incarceration that he had to spend during his imprisonment over there, the 53 days. But nevertheless, we got a double yontif out of this. So not only do we celebrate the 19th day of Kislev, but we also celebrate the 20th day of Kislev. So we have two days that we don't say Tachanon, and we are um, uh, thankful to Hashem. But really, of all this, what I guess the message to us is when we talk about uh, liberation, you know, we all have our own 
little incarcerations where we ourselves are inhibited and we can't like fully express ourselves because a lot of times people think they're free. They're free to do what they want to do. But the truth of the matter is they are addicted to their impulses or to their habits or to their certain ideas. And even though they want to do things in a certain way, but they can't really do it because something is holding them back. And, you know, we all experience it in our own little ways, whether uh, it's not eating what you're not supposed to eat or whether it's uh, not uh, doing what you're not supposed to do. And sometimes you just, you know, you can't resist the temptation. You can't resist. And a lot of times people ask you, Shabbos, you know, you, you don't answer the phone, you know, or uh, how could you uh, not uh, ride all these restrictions? And he said, you know, just the opposite, you know. I feel like a free person. I don't have to be uh, enslaved to uh, all the gadgets over there to be, you know, a virtual slave to, to all the uh, things, you know. On the contrary, it's, uh, it's freedom to be able to really do what you really want to do. So if I choose that I want a day of rest and I don't want to be preoccupied with anything, that's called freedom. So the celebration of freedom is all us to remind us that we should, you know, try to be free ourselves, free ourselves from things that inhibit, don't allow us to express. And then we can fully sort of serve Hashem with joy, with happiness, with gladness of heart. And most important is that we should be freed from this Golos and go to the coming of Mashiach, which was the whole thing led up of Yosef's incarceration. And we know, and then later we'll have the story of Yehuda and Tamar, which was the birth of the twins, which later on was the ancestor of King David. And David is the ancestor of the King Mashiach. So all these things, and the reason why Yehuda had that incident is because Yehuda was demoted and he was demoted because they sold Yosef. So to read the story, it all, the imprisonment of, of Yosef, the brothers selling him, again, it's not an excuse for them, that's another, whole another discussion, but it all turned out that we got Mashiach out of it. And that explains, the Rebbe says, why uh, it says Yaakov was anticipating for the dreams to come true because he knew that Yosef eventually is going to be whether Mashiach ben Yosef, which is on one level, or the Mashiach ben David, which is, comes from Yehuda. It all sort of came out from this whole incident and from this whole story that we read in the Chumash. So we hope that we will be zeichet to it. Meherbi Yemeno. Uri.